Good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Zenster Podcast. Today, shaping up to be a fantastic day. I can already tell it's going to be an amazing day. Had a beautiful look at the sky this morning. Gave a lot of thanks for the simple things. And I am here today um, talking on the Zenster Podcast, so it's going to be great. And it's Friday. Pura Vida, Wabi Sabi. So, what are you thankful for today? Well, today I wanted to continue on <clears throat> the path of, well, following the Stoic philosophy. Uh, yesterday we talked about Logos. The other, the triangle of this trifecta is Ethos and Pathos. Logos, Ethos, and Pathos. Lo- Logos being the reason. Um, ethos being... Uh, trust and pathos being emotions so um we're gonna dive into the pathos today but first we're gonna learn a little bit from our daily reading and the tao of joy every day adversities the sages sail through life with effortless ease but for most of us it is not so easy the road is often bumpy and we often encounter adversities why can't our lives be more similar to the way the sages live Upon being asked such a question, a sage may smile and say, Ah, but it is already similar. This is quite true because the sages are human beings too, and they encounter trials and tribulations just like we do. The difference is they can look beyond the adversity and see that there is a piece of wisdom waiting to be claimed on the other side of it. This means the proper handling of the adversity is the way to attain wisdom. To do this, you would not struggle with it. Instead, you would sidestep it, deflect it, or channel it to guide it out of your way. The more skillfully you do this, the more your actions will blend smoothly with the overall arcs of graceful motions in your life. This is how sages make everything look so easy. So today, every time you gain wisdom from handling adversity, you gain confidence and character. Your life skills increase another notch, enabling you to face the next challenge even more effectively and effortlessly. In time, people ask you why their lives cannot be more similar to yours. That is when you can smile and tell them that it already is. I like that one today. Yeah, adversity is our teacher. And each notch in the belt where we come uh, upon adversity, I, I really like how uh, they framed it in here where they said um, where there is a piece of wisdom waiting to be claimed on the other side of it when it talks about adversity. If you frame it like that in your life, you're going to win all the time because there's no losing whenever you put it that way because you're looking and seeing adversity as an opportunity. And that's a powerful thing, my friend. That is a powerful thing. Just change your frame of mind and how you see the see the world, and the world will start changing for you. So anyway, um, back to the original intention I wanted to focus on today: the term pathos. So pathos originating from Greek philosophy, which you know, modern Roman philosophy and Stoic philosophy it was based on Greek Greek philosophy. And um, this had a big 
role in Stoicism, in uh, its origins <clears throat> and application in modern life. Um, but in ancient Greece, it originally meant suffering or experience. Um, but it kind of converts in Stoicism to have a broader concept, which uh, was more about understanding emotions. <clears throat> um, in <clears throat> originally, uh, in Zeno's school in Athens in the third century BC, pathos used to be referred to excessive and irrational emotions or passions. And the belief was that pathos arose out of false judgments and was a source of human suffering. Now this is in contrast with apathia. Um, so apathia is a state of being unaffected by pathos, right? And that's the kind of uh, true stoic nature, right? That you think of when you think of stoicism is that unwavering uh, sense of uh, existence, right? Achieving apathia is, um, you know, essentially like what the Buddha called the state of nirvana, an emotional tranquility, you know, free from disruptive emotions. Uh, so again, I talked about it yesterday, but I'll repeat it today. You know, we're cooking the same food, it's just uh, made a little bit differently. So, <clears throat> so the um, pathos, in in short order, is essentially you know the appeal to emotions. And this is used in like playwriting, you know, there's the, the trifecta, logos, ethos, and pathos are uh, sometimes called a rhetorical triangle, um, you know, used as, as thought pieces for, you know, human interpretation. Uh, but <clears throat> pathos being the emotional side of things, how do we uh, consider this in our lives, right? We have to understand our emotional state. And I love that movie, Inside Out. It's a Disney movie. And they're coming out with a sequel here. Um, but the, you know, it's a little girl who's moved to a new city and and she, it's basically the characters or the different emotions that play a role in her life. And they're introducing some new emotions. Um, so I think it's a good way to visualize that. <clears throat> and so I always, Think about that reference, you know, uh, that movie, uh, Inside Out. Whenever I'm, you know, considering like breaking down emotions in a in a logical, reasoned way, the logos. Uh, but you know, we see that emotions themselves aren't inherently bad, and understanding how our emotional response to certain things and triggers, uh, what triggers them is an important part of the pathos process. TM, I'm going to trademark that, the pathos process. I'm sure somebody already did, but, <clears throat> but it's really the awareness that gives us the ability to help us manage and respond to our emotions more rationally. It's that three second pause in between because the emotions just come naturally out of nowhere. It's the system two thinking um, or system one. I forget which one it is. 
I, I haven't read that book in a while, but, um, but it's, it's, you know, our emotional system responding, uh, and taking over our bodies. But if we let our brains just take a moment, pause, and, you know, give us a second to respond to our emotions before our emotions respond for us, then we can have a more reasoned approach. This gives us the ability to develop self-control. So uh, we can cultivate self-control through that mindfulness practice, that pause in between, you know, letting our emotions take over. Um, you know, not being swayed by intense emotions, you know, focusing on the breath. This is why, you know, just breathe, just breathe. You see this in these panic situations, right? Because we're just trying to get back to the present moment, <clears throat> trying to get back to center, trying to get back to grounding. Um, and then once we do that, we can make more reasoned decisions. Again, the emotional state is there for a reason. It is part of our existence. It, it serves a purpose, but it gets manipulated too. So that's where we have to you know, find a grounding in ourselves because uh, more often than not, our emotional state is going to go, you know, over, overboard, um, especially young, you know, the, the younger you are, this is why kids cry and stuff like that because they haven't, you know, developed that self-control. And if that isn't figured out early, you know, sometimes adults can, uh, you know, carry that over as well. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, but, as we're not, as we learn to be not deeply influenced by emotions, you know, we can yeah, be more reasoned in how we approach things. Um, you know, distress can <clears throat> also give us irrational beliefs and perceptions. This is why I think uh, conspiracy theories, some true, some, uh, you know, on the edge of truth. And sometimes they can go overboard, like um, you know some of the QAnon stuff that that went on over the last election cycle. We got a lot of people believing into some, some crazy things. Um, but it was just because it was like right on that edge of of truth, and you know there's people that that are pulling the puppet strings too on this intentionally, you know trying to. Um, manipulate people into believing certain things. <clears throat> so when we stop and pause and reframe these things, you know, we can simplify our emotional response as well. You know, just kind of being in that present moment, um, not projecting too far into the future, not trying to predict. I noticed there is a whole slew of people, this is basically all of Twitter nowadays, is trying to predict what's going to happen next, you know, in society. <clears throat> um, and that, you know, that's uh, pointless because you know, everything's happening as it's supposed to happen, right? It's unfolding exactly how it's supposed to happen. You're not, we sh can't um, challenge, you know, uh, we can do what is within our control, uh, but we can't, you know, change the weather or change, you know, how things unfold for us or for other people. Um, so, you know, regular practice 
of reflections and our actions and our emotions, you know, can help us in recognizing the patterns that lead us to pathos. You know, introspection is a is a aid um, for all of us to help us cultivate a more balanced uh, approach to our emotions. And you know, if you've ever been through an incident, you know that's emotionally charging. It's very easy in that moment to, you know, fly off the handle, say, for example. But have you ever, you know, stopped and did a reflection on it afterwards? And often that's, you, you know, riddled with, like, guilt. I shouldn't have. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have. You know, but the, the past is already um, written and it's already gone. You know, it's, it, it came and went. Um, so now you're back to the present moment, and the one of the worst things you can do is, you know, beat yourself up for it. You can learn from it, and you can say, you know, I learned not to do this, I learned to do this. But as far as, you know, being critical on, of yourself, um, it's just not productive. It, it doesn't serve any purpose, you know. It, it, you can learn from it, or and that's it. But when you start draining your emotional reserve... Um, with, uh, you know, that self-criticism uh, for an action that happened that you did, or, you know, in the past, then, you know, you get into an unproductive loop uh, where, you know, we're essentially, you know, um, doing self-damage, you know, think of your um, your heart, your emotional center, heart center, <clears throat> and you're just sort of chipping it away. It's like death of a thousand cuts, right? You're just chipping at it and saying, I shouldn't have, oh, you know, that type of thing. So, um, give, you know, give yourself some slack. That's all. You're human. Uh, we're all human and we're all, you know, part of this game and we're all learning. So cut, give yourself a break. You deserve it. Um, and this approach really just, you know, gives us a resilience and, you know, the ability to endure hardship without succumbing to despair is a powerful, powerful thing. And there's story after story of, of these um, pathos uh, aspects, you know, being relevant in, you know, facing our, the challenges that we go through in a life. I, I read this book or listened to this audio book. Someone recommended it. It's called The Forgotten Highlander. Story of a guy... <clears throat> in the Korean War, who was um, captured and uh, is part of the, um, he was a prisoner of war and captured and tortured and all the bad things that happened. Um, you know, should have died about a hundred times, but, you know, lived to tell the tale. And it, it's, a, it's an amazing, a powerful story. It really is very similar to Victor Frankl's A Man's Search for Meaning, his story in the prison, Nazi prison camp. And, um, you know, the stories like that are just resonate with the human spirit. And the human spirit is something that is, you know, the most powerful thing in existence. And, um, you know, when we, when we understand and incorporate you know, the teachings of pathos, 
into our lives and we apply you know that mindful approach um, we regulate our emotions and we focus on the present you know giving us that self-control you know challenging against the irrational beliefs um, you know building up our resilience this is the way that we achieve that that balance that rationality that fulfillment that we all you know strive for you know one of the stories and I talked about it <clears throat> um, in a past episode about uh, hope and uh, hope and fear you know basically on two sides of a coin one of the stories of um, the Victor Frankl thing was there's a bunch of people you know they thought the prisoners thought they were gonna get out by Christmas and they had this in their minds and they didn't and a lot of these people succumbed to you know the situation because you know they had so much hope riding on Christmas being a day and when that day came and went um, you know they lost hope and they succumbed to the despair if you will and um, you know they lost that spirit so um, never give up never give up on the on the spirit of life because that is the the pilot life the pilot light of our fire that burns within all of us and it is the important aspect of that you know that that pilot light can ignite a whole fire right and as long as we have that that pilot light going then you know we have the ability to ignite a fire and that is the human spirit in my simple analogy is that you know we got to keep that little light burning all the time <clears throat> and keep you know that little bit of resilience you see it in the you know in the in the stories in Alaska and all these you know places on uh, far off that are alone and doing these wilderness treks you know they always keep that little ember burning well that's the human spirit that is you know burning along with us every day and it's just enough to light a fire when we need it so keep your spirit alive follow the pathos and you'll do just fine in life so that is all i have today um today is friday typically off over the weekend and i think we'll return on monday we'll try to capture the ethos and do the the rhetorical triangle um conclusion it wasn't going in any particular order but um just trying to learn uh along the way so all right my friend uh appreciate you listening and we'll see you again next time